hello, and welcome to episode 239 of the Nerd Stravaganza podcast, where we fear no monsters of any size. I'm... I'm going to put you guys on the spot. You have to come up with, like, a kaiju name for yourself. I'm Tamara. I'm, uh... Brian Zilla. I'm Coney Cam, which is King of New York. Cam. A, <laughs> yeah, a, a awesome yellow game. I thought Coney was that African warlord everybody wanted to kill a couple yeah. years ago. Yeah, that guy. I, 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 I thought like people were for him, or I, I don't remember what the whole situation was with that guy. I remember the I remember the T-shirts. Usually, a name and a, and a year is like a campaign slogan, like Hillary 2016 or whatever. But Coney 2014 meant like we got to get this guy out of power. Oh, in 2014, nobody really knows. I just remember the dumb tickets or the dumb tickets, the dumb shirts. Yeah, that was Cecil before Cecil. That was Harambe before Harambe. It was yeah. like the cause du jour. So, anyway, good old Harambe. <laughs> Welcome to episode 239. Where tonight on the eve of our big uh, King of Tokyo gaming tournament to be held tomorrow, we are going to discuss giant monsters and the like. And before we get into tonight's topic, I would be a giant monster if I didn't tell you, dear listeners, that you can enhance your life by checking us out on iTunes. We appreciate your reviews and, and your patronage, your downloads and subscriptions. So please see to it that you subscribe and rate us favorably, or we will send a gigantic monster to step on your home. <laughs> and with that said, I will uh, not summon the creepy twins to, uh, in turn, summon a giant beast to come kill you. That's what one of the monsters does that, right? Is that Mothra? Don't remember which ones do what. I just remember, I think Gamera had that big thing, like that ray that he shot. Well, no, I know, but I, I think there were, like, two creepy Japanese twins that, like, summoned Mothra or something. I think it was three, like, little tiny singers, wasn't it? Something creepy, For Mothra? <laughs> I don't know. I remember some, some creepy children summoning a monster. And then everybody waving goodbye merrily in the in the wreckage of Tokyo as, as yeah. the monster flew away. <laughs> Thanks for wrecking everything. Bye. <laughs> anyway, before we get to tonight's episode... We should probably start things off in our usual Nerdstravaganza fashion with our monstrous Weekly Geekly, Geekly Weekly update. And Brian, would you care to go first? Uh, kind kind of a slow week for me. Um, I'm kind of in the middle of a lot of Christmas shopping. And uh, to to wrap up my uh, my New Year's resolution, I'm, I'm making a bunch of gifts for, uh, for family, which is uh, cheap actually like really great you know handmade leather wallets and purses for everybody but you know <laughs> i made them so it, it's not as impressive as it sounds uh that's pretty impressive man and your resolution was to not like just spend money but to make things for people right uh well it was just to learn how to make the things more than like actually gifting them but like i don't know you have three or four failed projects laying around the house and you might as well give some away you know like Wait, 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 they're failed projects? So these people are getting stuff that's not, uh... No, 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 I mean, what? like, uh, Mastercraft okay. pieces. Okay, okay. Yeah. I just wanted to make sure that I was... Uh, I clearly understood. <laughs> nah, yeah, you, you gotta make a lot of wallets to, uh, to practice, so... I don't, I don't, I don't need ten. Somebody can have some. That's awesome, man. I think, um... 
I don't know. But I think there's something to be said for for making something for someone and not. Uh, I don't know. I, I guess I'm not one of those anti-consumerism types, but uh, something that you crafted with your own hands is a little more personal. So that's cool, man. I, I actually did make a couple of purses too. I like you know stepped it up a little bit each time. So nice. I'm told the ladies like purses, so if you know any ladies, they probably will. Well, wait a minute. Sorry, that was very uh, gender binary of me. People like purses. You're assuming a lot. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and gosh, what else? Not really a whole lot. I kind of treated myself. I, I shouldn't have done this, but spending so much money on everybody else, I spent a little bit on myself. Uh, picked up some new, not War Machine figures, but Iron Kingdom figures, which I guess are the exact same people in for a different game so they look different so uh some some really neat sculpts i I actually like that company a lot privateer press does good work privateer they so wait the war machine was their uh i would was it still their flagship game or is it i'm not sure I, i guess it depends on who you ask war machine is the like miniatures tabletop like war game and then the Iron Kingdom's role-playing game is the, like, pen and paper, you know, role-playing game in that setting. And they make miniatures for both. So, you know, if you're just a painter, you love it. Do you feel any pressure to play the games at this point, or you're just to enjoy the no. figures for the sake of the figures? No, I, I don't I don't feel any, like, at all. I don't know. Like, I don't really like... I, I just have this thing against Errata. Like, mm. I, it, it's almost like all these endless patches you get for every software you own now. Like, just wait until it's actually fucking finished and release it. Don't release it, but then errata it, and then release a, a version 2 of the book, and then errata that. And I have some miniatures that, like, come with three different versions of the cards now. And, I mean, I honestly don't even know which ones to use, so I just don't use any. That's interesting. Do you think that, um, do you think it's possible? Well, I, it must have been at one point. Do you think it's possible to actually release a finished game without, like, you, you don't have the test bed that you're going to have when it's released into the wild, right? So are there certain things that just will not come to life even during really diligent testing? I think there's always been, like, incredibly cheap combinations that were unintended or whatever, but I, I kind of think, like, don't play with assholes solves that problem. <laughs> because i mean if, if there's like a cheap move that you can do over and over and over that just ruins the game i don't know if that needs errata that needs like don't play with that dude oh whose advice was that uh to us was that um oh one of our ken Hite, right yeah ken, that was ken Hyde's advice don't play with assholes yeah yeah timeless advice okay anyway so doesn't matter you're more into painting the fig than playing anyway and uh if you do play no assholes got it I mean, if you ever want to play, like, I'm happy to. I have a nice, you know, painted army and everything, but I I couldn't pull off, like, the latest errated version 3.7 rules. At this point, you could just download that, though, right? You're not paying for the rules, the, the errated rules. I just want to be, be clear. I think they have, like, starter sets that you can download for free, but, like, if you want, like, you know, the, the codexes or, like, the nice hardcover books, you still got to buy, you know, 20 of those. That's a lot of buy-in. Okay, uh, maybe I, maybe I won't play. But thanks for the invitation. 
All right, anything else? No, that's that's about it. All right, Cam, what have uh, what have you been up to? Oh man, uh, just you know, way behind on everything because of uh, the holiday, because of uh, you know Thanksgiving and all that. So just checking off things on my list just had a like i said just a ton of ton of work stuff to get done but uh been doing that been doing a lot of christmas shopping I'm, i love to get my christmas shopping done early i'm pretty much done right now i have a few things i still need to to pick up uh but uh you know pretty much done um nerdy nerd wise i i i picked up a couple games that uh i haven't uh that i just sort of knew that i didn't want when they first came out and then now I'm just have decided I'm going to allocate the time to, um, I finally got fallout four. Um, mm. and I got it for like, I think it was like 15 bucks or something brand new, 20 bucks for PS4. Um, and I finally got, um, uh, I can't remember the name of the other game, but, but yeah, fallout four was the, the, the other one wasn't that, that big of a deal, but fallout was the big one that I hadn't played. So, uh, that I hadn't devoted much. Cause I knew that if I got it back then and I, it would have just been like a, a, a black hole for me. You know what I mean? Yep. Uh, so now uh, it's still going to be a black hole, but at least I have the time, hopefully over the holidays to allocate to it. Um, Speaking of the holidays, that's been decorating my house, getting ready for our awesome, you know, annual pajama jammy jam uh, Halloween party, which you guys, of course, are invited to. Um, that's Halloween be... again? Did I say Halloween? <laughs> yeah, Christmas. yeah, yeah, yeah. Did I say? Yeah, I'm getting my my uh, all my parties mixed up, but yeah, Christmas part Christmas party coming up in a couple of weeks, so that'll be exciting. Um, and uh, just decorating the house, decorating the outside of the house. I got one of those. Um, star shower things do you know what i'm talking about yeah those little, project those little the, the yeah stuff. i got one of those i i hooked it up outside it looks it looks pretty good i mean look for 40 bucks no fuss no muss like last year i had a hell of a time with like the lights and this and that and everything you know going up um this year it was uh it was it was pretty simple just go set that thing up run an extension cord and that was it you know, it looks good and it moves and everything and like you know moves all over it's like a, just like a little laser light show on your house it's pretty cool just what will they think of next? Well, I don't know, man. It's the age of Aquarius. <laughs> uh, but uh, but yeah, that's uh, been doing that. Of course, gaming at the Adventure Game Store, and uh, yeah, I think that's it. Sweet man, sounds like pretty busy and uh, awesome. Actually, a lot going on in your life, and I hope I can impress with all that's going on in mine. <laughs> uh, let's see, what have I been up to? Last weekend, I took place in a hackathon. I was Invited to participate by a friend, and it was an Internet of Things hackathon, which sounds like right up my alley. And uh, so I show up, and there's supposed to be like you're allowed teams of like five or six people, and so we've got this whole team formulated, and we're all going to show up. And two of us showed up, so (laughs) yeah, that made uh, that made it a little more difficult. And what's more, we thought it was kind of free form, like run with your idea, of which I have many, but uh, there was actually a corporate sponsor, and they wanted something kind of applicable to their business. And so that turned out to actually uh, involve a lot more imagination than just freeforming it. Because now you ha- you're working within some confines, and you had to come up with like a creative way to meet the requirement. And so we came up with an idea. We, we did a very rudimentary uh, and very limited demo, so given that we were in a a very uh, kind of a skeleton crew situation and i just like walked out in like with like my head hung 
after after the thing, thinking we totally blown it, and come to find out that the judges actually really liked our idea, and uh, and and so on. So I, I doubt we won, but uh, we may win some awards or something or some prizes. So uh, that said, tomorrow I'm going to a a big tech convention called IT Palooza. Um, here in South Florida, and that is, I'm go. It, I got a free just for participating in this hackathon. I got a free pass to that, and there's all kinds of. It's basically like a convention for geeks. Like it's all kind of. Well, sorry, let me rephrase that. <laughs> it is a convention for like tech people, <laughs> and there's all sorts of panels on a variety of topics, and all sorts of presenters and keynotes and stuff like that. And I got a my badge for the hackathon is my pass to that. So I, I didn't really. There's no losing. I, I get. Uh, I get to go to that tomorrow and. Maybe find out that my team won a prize. Who knows? Oh, good luck. Yeah, thanks. Looking looking most forward to that. Pretty, I feel that that fits in the theme of Nerd Stravaganza. So, <laughs> we'll see. Absolutely. Uh, let's see. So, apart from that, I haven't been doing as much gaming as I like. I've been kind of busy. And I want to say I've been up to some other nerdy things. Just watching a lot of shows. Watching Walking Dead and watching Westworld. Are you, do you guys watch either of those? Not Walking Dead, but uh, uh, I I started. Well, I think we talked about. It. I started Westworld, and I just it just lost me. Uh, so I, I not your not your cup of tea. Not my cup of tea at all. Well, I mean, it is like the the concept and everything is, but like just the show was just was so slow and just so boring. I couldn't take it. It is, and I don't want to sound like one of those people. It's like watch the whole thing, and then it gets good. But this, it's actually just one season. It's like you have to wait three seasons, and it it gets pretty good at the end. Although, I'm not sure if this means the show's good or I'm like just like too analytical to enjoy a show. But I called like one of the major plot twists. Like, <laughs> yeah. it, it, it was like there's no way that can't be the case, and then sure enough, it was. Um, I don't know. I don't know if that's maybe it's just a lucky guess on my part. I'm sure it does. It neither speaks well of me nor poorly of the show. I'm sure. <laughs> but yeah, Westworld's cool. It. it a lot of my favorite uh, tropes involved. So, Brian, you have not seen that at all? Uh, I watched, I think, the first three. and Me too, exactly. Yeah, I kind of I, agree. Yeah, I ended on the same thing. I couldn't, after number three, I was like, that's it. I've given it three episodes, three hours of my life. I can't, can't go any further. It was a little slow. It, it, it was a little slow to start. I'm not going to, I'm not going to try to defend it on that count, but. Uh... And I've, I've kept up like i've read you know like weekly spoilers and all that kind of stuff and i I don't know like nothing's really shocked me (laughs) yeah yeah i guess i guess you know like getting the synopsis isn't as exciting as like watching it but oh they were they were smart all along (laughs) yeah yeah exactly if you guys want to binge watch it now is the time though so i'd like to i'd like to hear your final analysis of the show why i have them all on my on my dvr still because I, I set them to record, and I just never stopped the recording. So they're all there. I could go back and, I guess, finish watching them. But uh, I don't know. There, there, there's a lot that's on the list before that, I think. Is Walking Dead on the list at all? Because that's the other show I've been watching. Walking, you know, Walking Dead, I watched the very first episode of Walking Dead on Netflix, actually. This was a couple years after it started. And I was like, meh. It looks like something I would like, but not enough to like. I'll probably I'll binge it later. Basically, was what I said to myself. And um, yeah, I mean, I'm sure at some point I will watch it, but I'm just not that into zombies, you know. <laughs> I'm not either. I'm not either. But uh, but as fans of the show, and I'm sorry, fans of the comic and the lame show, will tell you, 
It's not about the zombies. It's about the people. <laughs> I got gotcha. you. I'm not a fan of people either. <laughs> Me neither. This this will this will really solidify that for you. <laughs> anyway, uh, Walking Dead. Yeah, check it out. Um, if if you kind of maybe are into zombies and, or want to give them a chance, that's all I can say. It's in its defense. And that's it. Oh, also, I'm doing a little plotting. My Christmas vacation, I save my vacation and use it all at Christmas time, is coming up pretty soon. And I've got a whole like strategy to get through all these games I want to play. And I just have to make sure that I do it, basically. Yeah. I feel like you kind of lost the point of gaming when you have to like, <laughs> plan and schedule and meet deadlines. That's my life, man. I got to schedule fun. I've just got so much going on that, like, it makes me appreciate the fun more, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> that, but that's where we're at. And I think that's pretty much it for my update. Nothing else. Anything else to report? No, I think that's it for now. So, with that said, I don't know. I mean, I guess that's all the news for my corner of the of the earth. I, I, Cam, I, I, Cam, have you heard of any news going I'm on ready. anywhere else in the world that yes, you might want to... I have. And, all right. Uh, I will. I will bring it all together in a in a stravaganza. Ooh. The news stravaganza that is. Oh, I like um, that. Do it. So, um, let's see. Um, I don't think any of us are really big drinkers, right? I don't drink. Tom, you're not much of a drinker, are you? Yeah, Brian? social. I'm not like a hard drinker or anything. Now, do you, do you like beer? Is, is beer your drink of choice, or you... uh, no? It is not my drink of choice. No. Uh-huh. Well, beer, you know, is like. Have you ever watched? I, I watched this documentary years ago, like a couple years ago, on like beer and how it was like this amazing thing. I think it was called like how beer changed the world or something. One of those like outrageous titles or whatever. But and when they broke it down, it really is like pretty amazing, like how important beer has been like over the history of the world or whatever. Um, and I guess. Previously, the scientists have thought that beer, like the first use of barley in beer, happened about a thousand years ago. Well, they found these like old, I guess like beer steins or mugs or whatever. Um, and they're from like ancient China, like 5,000 years ago. Wow. And the chemical analysis shows that they actually used barley to ferment their beer as well. So our understanding of beer from 1,000 years just went back 5,000 years or wow. whatever from That's when it was first used. So. Beer lovers rejoice. You now have another piece of the puzzle. Um, let's see. Uh, Nintendo 3DS. Um, you know, there's like tons of hacking that goes on with these stupid things. And uh, I guess Nintendo has reached out to the hacking community. Since, Tom, you went were on a hackathon, I'm surprised they didn't reach out to you. And since, <laughs> Not since that kind of love, hacking. <laughs> I know. Since you love uh, – Nintendo so much, but basically they're saying, we'll give you cash if you can tell us how our system is vulnerable, basically. Uh, and so they're going to figure out how their system is vulnerable from all these hackers and then try to address, you know, the software exploits or whatever, which probably doesn't make much sense to me because I feel like if I was a hacker, I would tell them like just enough, but then like leave enough for me to still get in. You know what I mean? Like, I I don't know. It's probably not the best people to be asking for secure, you know, for security. Uh, John Glenn, famed astronaut uh, and famed Ohioan, I think. I think he's from Ohio. Um, well, he's at least he's hospitalized in Ohio right now. Um, oh. He's not, 95 years old and he's been hospitalized for the last week. So let's hope he, uh, you know, he, he's uh, it's not too serious for him. Uh, he's one of my favorite astronauts. 
And uh, I'll round it out this week. Oh, well, just a quick little teaser. Um, DuckTales, you guys remember that show? Sure do. I used to freaking love that show. I guess they're doing a reboot uh, next summer in 2017. All right. And it, uh, it will be rebooted summer 2017, so keep an eye out for the new DuckTales. Um, and finally, our favorite YouTube star, PewDiePie. My favorite. Um, I guess he, he's going off the, he's, he's, he's going off the deep end. He's pulling, uh, like a, I don't know, a, a Charlie Sheen. He, he's like went on this 10 minute rant on his page and he basically said that it, he's at 49 million subscribers right now. Wow. All kids. Yeah. And he said that once he gets to 50 million, he's going to delete his page and start over because... Wow of I guess changes that YouTube has made and I don't know all of a sudden you know he's popular so now all of a sudden he's like you know got a platform Wasn't he one of the main draws for YouTube Red I think Probably. he worked he actually worked for them I believe so I mean uh, he obviously has heartfelt convictions against this yeah so he went on this 10 million or 10 minute rant about um how YouTube is Pushing overtly click like overtly clickbaity videos towards users rather than the channels that they're actually looking for or subscribe to. Um, he's accusing them that you know basically that videos put on there have nothing to do with personality anymore. They have to do or, or good content. They have to just you know basically it's just a good title or a, a catchy title and a thumb a good thumbnail. And so it's just clickbait and no content, no substance, which is pretty funny coming from that yes. guy. You yeah, know I mean? welcome like, to the internet. I yeah. mean, so hmm. that's that's pretty hilarious. Have you um, have you ahead. ever watched PewDiePie's? I mean, I think you have to be like a fourteen year old girl to kind of get it. It's yeah, it's ridiculous. Yeah. Um, but it has an audience. Obviously, do you know how much he made last year? Uh, do I want to know? Don't want to know. Fifteen million dollars. Wow! Just from like ad revenue, just or just from YouTube, yeah, just from you know, forget about all the other stuff he did. Like, you know what I mean? I'm sure he does like shows and conventions and whatever, you know, whatever else. Have you watched this guy's show? Have you seen what it is he does? It's 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 vapid, inane garbage. But people, I mean, look at Kim Kardashian. She makes like you know, she makes 15 million a week or a month, however much you you know. What I mean, it's all you got to do is resonate with people, man. Just part part of our culture, man. Let's start resonating. Um, I don't even want 15 million. I'll take 1.5. Well, it's funny. I read this article, actually. I should have brought it up in my weekly. I, I read this just randomly. I read this article about influencers. Have you ever heard of them? I've not. Yeah. In, influencers are people that just have, like, a ton of social media followers. And people will pay them, like, literally, uh, like, twenty, thirty thousand dollars $30,000 just to, like, put a couple pictures on their page. So if you have like a million, two million, like Instagram followers or, or YouTube or whatever followers, they'll pay you a bunch of money, just like you're like a paid celebrity basically to go, you know, put on like sponsored pictures or sponsored tweets or sponsored whatever on your, on your social media site. Whoa. Why, why haven't we been approached with these offers? We've got, the I know, numbers. right? I know we've almost hit triple digits on our YouTube <laughs> channel. Um, but, uh, but yeah, and I'm not joking, like $20,000, like I know of one, like major, I know personally of one major company, uh, a person that works there told me that they, they paid someone $20,000 plus a whole bunch of other stuff just for that person to basically hang out and use that company's products and services and just post a couple pictures about it. Wow. That's nuts. Yeah. I know. I know. 
I mean, we would never so, sell out like that. You know, we're we're all about <laughs> staying true to the brand. They have to be. It has to be a message we want to send. But oh, man, I'll, I'll I'll sell out in a second. But, <laughs> um, but just take a guess. How many? How much video footage? How many hours do you think are is uploaded to YouTube every minute? Every minute. How many hours per yeah. minute? How many hours of video footage are, are, are uploaded to YouTube per minute? 10,000 hours per minute. No, you're way high. It's, 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 you're, you're way high. <laughs> Damn, I hate it when I do that. Like, I like, I, I like ruin the, uh, 10 hours per minute. No, no, it's 400 hours. Holy of, shit, that's actually a so, lot. Yeah, I mean, but it's per minute, you know what I mean? So what, I mean, let's just say, you extrapolate that. I'm terrible at math, so whatever. Four hundred. What's four hundred times sixty? Say per. Uh, if, you, if you put it like per hour, I guess it's it's more. Uh, so four hundred times twenty four thousand minutes. Yeah. yeah, twenty. So twenty four thousand hours per hour. So a, 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 a multiple of you know twenty four x basically. That's kind of 20, twenty four thousand x. Yeah, per hour. That's crazy. Yeah, so PewDiePie will delete. I, I, I can't see that happening. If you're making fifteen million dollars, you're basically just saying I don't want fifteen million dollars. Yeah, that's kind of bullshit, though, because no one ever starts over. I mean, you really think that guy's going to start over? No. No, I mean, one I... person will know it's really PewDiePie, and then everybody will know, and he'll have a fucking thirty million overnight. I mean, yeah. not to mention, I'm pretty sure fifteen million dollars helps you advertise a little bit. Yeah, but still it's like you're gonna take a hit for a few months at least. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like it took how long for him to get to forty nine million? Like I, I doubt that like that all all forty nine million of those people because like, you know, the, I bet you like the first ten million, you know what I mean? I bet you like it's like a I'm sure it's like a graph, like the, the probably first... a few million Russian yeah. bots in there too. Well, yeah, but but you know what I mean, like the that first million. I, I bet you, like as you progressively go back to like subscriber one, like the people that still watch his channel like decrease, you know, exponent- yeah. exponentially. Fall off. Yeah. So you would you wouldn't want to like throw away that entrenched number. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. But I guess when you're making fifteen million dollars a year to go, hey, bros, and like play games online. Yeah, that you kind of lose you lose touch of reality and uh, <laughs> lose touch with reality, and then like give a crap if about I, policies that affect yeah, people I, who aren't you or something. I don't know if anyone has. Uh... Dear YouTube, we do not object to any of your policies. We will take. Yeah, I'll be a company man. We will take one tenth of that of that cash flow <laughs> happily. Yeah, and we'll we'll actually pimp out. Uh, all of your latest changes. This new YouTube <laughs> uh, way of ranking videos is genius. Yeah. Yeah. So that's about it for the news. All right. Lots of news that actually that hits close to home. We being uh, having a, a, a growing YouTube presence and soon to be pulling in $20,000 to put up tampon ads and such. Yeah. 50 million is within sight. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Just like. Just like, uh, well, I don't know. I'm going to try to make an astrological like uh, comparison, like a star. But no, I, 50 million is much closer than that, right? <laughs> anyway, I with the news out of the way, I think, I'm not sure, but I think we can move on to a topic if we want. Do you guys, you guys feel like talking about anything tonight? You want to have a topic or you just want to? Adjourn after having reported the news. <laughs> Let's go to the topic. 
All right, I guess so. We'll, we'll give that a shot for a change. Well, it is the eve of our King of Tokyo tournament at the Adventure Game Store. The Adventure Game Store, for those of you who are listening for the first time, is our local gaming haunt in Davie, Florida. We've been, and our sponsor, we've been, boy, how long have we been with them now? Several years. A couple of years at least, yeah. It's a really cool place. It's got a really long history in one incarnation uh, or another in the South Florida area here in the U.S. If you happen to be down this way, definitely check it out. We are doing a King of Tokyo tournament for the purpose of giving out some tickets to some winners for our Rogue One premiere party. And by premiere party, we mean we're renting a theater and inviting friends, family, and uh, listeners, mainly listeners, to participate and to enjoy that movie with us as it premieres. So that is what we're up to tomorrow. And Campbell, was that a good plug? Did I, did I deliver? It was great. All right. And so we're playing King of Tokyo, and I will now turn it over to Cam and or Brian to kind of describe what that game's all about for people who have not played it. Well, I guess I'll I have it right here. I'll show it. This is actually the older version. They just came out with a... Oh, no. No, this is... Yeah, this is the older version. Um, this came out in, I believe, 2013. No, uh, 2011. And it is award-winning uh, by Yellow Games. It's the uh, created by Richard Garfield. He's the designer, and uh, Yellow published it and distributed it. Over one million copies sold, which is crazy for a board game. Um, I think like five thousand copies sold for a board game is like considered a success, something like that. So if you consider that one million copies of the game have been sold, that's amazing. Um, I guess put it in perspective, Ticket to Ride, which is. I mean, aside from, like, Catan, Ticket to Ride is probably the second, probably most popular game, I would think. Right, Brian, you think? Ticket to Ride? I mean, Catan is number one, probably. But Yeah. Yeah, Ticket to Ride is, has sold three million copies. So, yeah, I mean, uh, it's, uh, it, and that's, like, amazing. Like, you just don't sell over a million copies of a game. Um, it is a kaiju battle. You are in, you get these little, uh, you get these little kaijus, um, you have these little monsters, like this is the, here is the space penguin right here, and this is the Puik monster here, this is the alpha zombie, so basically you, they have, they're, they're, they come with like two little things, they come with a stand, and then a, uh, the actual monster, so you, you put the little monster on the stand, and it goes, uh, you know, that's your monster, and then you have a little counter right here that you can, it has a little little rolly thing here. You can ticks off your uh, your your HP down here and your uh, victory points up here. So basically, the the goal of the game is there. There's a little board and it's Tokyo Tokyo Bay basically, and it's six monsters monsters fighting for control. So you can either be in, you're either in Tokyo or you're outside of Tokyo. If you're inside of Tokyo, you're rolling a bunch of dice. And there's several things that can happen at the dice. You can get victory points, you can heal yourself, or you can attack. So basically, if you're in Tokyo, there's only one person typically in Tokyo. And you're, whenever you attack, you attack everyone that's outside of Tokyo. So if we're playing a four-player game, I'm in Tokyo. You and uh, if we're playing, say, a three-player game, you and Brian, uh, Tom, were outside of Tokyo. Whenever I roll a little claw dice, uh, you guys would get attacked and your HP would go down. 
whenever you guys roll dice and it's your turn, you attack whoever's inside of Tokyo. The, the caveat is, is that if I'm in Tokyo and I get attacked, I have to take that damage, but then I can leave Tokyo and whoever attacked me has to go into Tokyo. And there are advantages for being in Tokyo. The longer you stay in there, the more you get extra victory points, you get extra like bonuses and things like that. So, you know, people would ask, well, why the hell would you want to be in Tokyo? Um, there are bonuses for being in there and stuff like that. So essentially it comes down to a monster battle where you're fighting and the last monster standing basically wins. Um, you can win by victory points, but I've very rarely see people win by victory points. It's typically the last monster standing. Uh, and all your HP, once, once all your HP is gone, you're dead and you're out of the game. Everyone else continues on. Um, you can heal if there are little hearts on the dice and you can, you can roll those dice and, and, and get a heart. But the caveat is you cannot heal yourself in Tokyo. You can only heal when you're outside of Tokyo. So that's the game in a nutshell. I hope, um, I hope I didn't butcher it too bad. I couldn't have asked for a better explanation from a representative of the company, Cam. I mean, that was great. Yeah, I, I I was ill prepared. I should have had the uh, an open. <laughs> I should have had an open box so I could sort of have. Uh, no, it's good. Yeah. It's good. Uh, players wanting to know more in the South Florida area can, of course, attend our event. Say it's and that's the great thing about King of Tokyo. It's so easy. It's super easy. Like a five year old could play, but it's it's complex and fun enough that you know people our age, you know, older people can play too. Fun for all ages. Absolutely. I, I would agree. I have played that one before and uh, looking forward to reacquainting myself. Players not in the South Florida area can email us anytime and Cam will be glad to explain the finer points of the game. What is that email again, Cam? It is nerdstravaganza at gmail.com. <laughs> not going to get my personal email. <laughs> That's Cam. Uh, uh, Cam plays King of Tokyo at what? Uh, Hotmail? Yeah, right. <laughs> Maybe somebody has that email. Uh, but yeah, uh, it's super fun, man. It's a, it's a great game. It's, a, it's just, I mean, who doesn't want to roll dice and fight with kaiju monsters, basically? You know? Jerks. Jerks don't want to do that. Yeah. Got to be at least half an asshole if you don't want to. Yeah. A colossal asshole. A monstrous <laughs> asshole, you might say. Yeah. Brian, what do you think of Cam's description? Does that pretty much sum it up? You get power-up cards that you can buy there's a little tiny bit of deck building isn't there yeah there's like evolution cards and stuff like that but that i sort of just left that out for ease of reference but yeah you can you can uh you can power up your monster and gives you different abilities and stuff like that if you buy a like a power up like this is the uh this is the king of tokyo power up right here comes with uh comes with these like little extra cards that allow you to sort of power up your monster and evolve them essentially i only mention that because i've always loved having a three-headed uh, space penguin with a prehensile tail. <laughs> yeah, and actually, the the power up's cool. It comes with panda guy, which is a little, little the little panda guy here. That's a new monster. Sweet. Yeah, and then the pred the successor to King of Tokyo is King of New York, which adds an additional layer on top of that, where instead of being in Tokyo, you're in New York, and instead of only having one place to go with your monster, there's several places that you can go to all five boroughs of New York, and Manhattan is essentially Tokyo. Um, so the rules sort of still apply. If you're in Manhattan, you fight, you you attack everyone outside of Manhattan, um, but there's also ways to, there are like military units and different other, you know, there's a whole lot more going on in New York. Uh, it's So it's it's more of a, it's, it's, it's I guess, not as, 
youth oriented, I guess, as, as King of Tokyo. It's a little tougher probably for younger people to play, but it is, I think, a superior game. I, I prefer King of New York to King of Tokyo, but it's like saying, do you like, you know, chocolate or vanilla? Like, I'll, you know, <laughs> I love ice cream. So either way, I'll take them. Nice. Why, uh, you may have, I, I don't think I heard this in the explanation. Why, why are the, hmm, this is a, feels like it's a perennial question. Why are the monsters uh, tormenting poor Tokyo? Uh, they're not. They're not tormenting Tokyo. They just are. They happen to be there, and they're fighting each other essentially. Okay. Okay. So, so they're not. They're, they're not really attacking Tokyo. They're just attacking each other, and Tokyo is sort of the focal point. So whenever, whenever the monsters in Tokyo, it's getting attacked from all the other monsters that are outside of Tokyo. Basically. Okay. All right. I, I guess. Yeah, the Maybe question would have been better asked. Why, why poor Tokyo? Why is it the battleground yeah. for these for these yeah, monster maybe, battles? Maybe it's the uh, breeding ground for the kaiju's. I don't know. Maybe. Well, there's yeah. not a lot of Russian kaiju movies, are there? Yeah, right. <laughs> that's a good. That point. wouldn't make any sense, Tom. <laughs> yeah. So that's that's King of New York there, and you can see it's Manhattan. So you can be in. You can put your monster in any one of the any one of the burrows and you can move and then there's these military units that once you stomp them they they become well they're they're like buildings it's it's this is very much like um what was that game that video game with uh rampage rampage, rampage yeah. yeah it's very this is basically rampage the board game aside from rampage the actual board terror game. in meeple town yeah that didn't uh get the licensing rights to use the word rampage and now is terror in meeple city or something like that um, Wait, really? That's what happened? Which is I didn't realize. really fun. Yeah. Are you being sarcastic, Brian? Are you... No, I love that game. I love, like, build this and tear it apart. Yeah. Uh, no, it's fun. It's just a, it's a very messy game because you're, like, breaking shit all over the place and pieces go everywhere. But, yeah, Tom, to answer your question, they made a game called Rampage, and it is exactly like the video game. And then... Somebody was like, "Hey, wait a minute, you guys." I think never... Atari wasn't it. Atari yeah, was like, we actually still own that. Yeah. We're, we're not really gone. <laughs> Is that game worth like a fortune now? If you have the pre-rights asserted one, uh, I hope so because I have it right. Oh, I have it right there. Uh, uh, of course you, can... you do. I don't know if you can see it on my <laughs> <laughs> right there, the, the green box there. I have it right there. Zero percent surprised. <laughs> and it's new and shrink. Nice. Don't ever, don't ever enjoy it. Poison no, I, 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 have, I, have, I have an, I have an open copy. But yeah, the, um, yeah, uh, but that sort of brings me to just an offshoot question. All right, so you guys, we talked about the NES Classic last week, right? Uh, I yeah. Think. Yep. And I guess like Toys R Us had like they're getting like they're trickling in, and just Nintendo f you for being such assholes with your inventory management or inventory. totally intentional too yeah in it's my gotta opinion. be it's gotta every be. single year all their big products that that's that's their be. gimmick um but uh what do you guys think of have you guys seen the other ones there's a there's a sega genesis one as well and a and an atari one haven't seen it. i saw the sega genesis one and and my biggest complaint about the nintendo one was it, it, it's wired controllers yeah, yeah and the cheap genesis knockoff is wireless yeah so is the so is the atari one the atari one has has like the like the you know the iconic atari joystick and it's wireless so if you can have an atari wireless joystick and a second genesis wireless joystick why does nintendo have that and the cord is like this long it's like yeah. supposedly like three like not even a foot it's a mini it's a mini cord 
Cam. It's a mini console with a mini core. Oh, that, that is probably exactly what they were thinking. Yeah, but I mean, come on. They didn't play test it? Like, they, you can't tell me that they didn't have one person that, like, had to sit so close to the TV they weren't like, excuse yeah. me, like, <laughs> Matsushi-san, like, is, are we going to, like, make this cord longer or what? Yeah, but when the guy suggested that, he was probably, like, fired for, like, questioning his, his superior. <laughs> he you lost have lost pinky. face. You have lost face. Right. <laughs> Leave the campus now. Is it too late to rename this episode Matsushuti-san, by the way? <laughs> I did actually hear something, like, kind of exciting. I, I Maybe I'm the only one who did not think of this, but because of the jack is the same as a Wii uses. You can actually play like with a real NES controller on the Wii now. Oh wow. That's kinda you cool. You just plug that into the nunchuck instead of using like the classic nunchuck controller or whatever. That is that's that's really cool. That's worth the sixty bucks. So Cam, about your um discussion of the of the system being like under manufactured or whatever do you think that it was um i I would never put it past nintendo to do it on purpose it seems like they they have this problem a lot but do you think they thought this was going to be such a hit or such a high demand item i thought they might have this struck me as a niche product basically no i mean they had to they i mean look how popular are their they know how popular their products are you know what i'm saying like they know people love mario people love people love it and like there are so many people out there like i mean for us we're tech savvy so it's easy for us to like go on like even though like all my nintendo games and cartridges and my system got thrown away long ago by my parents which i still don't ever forgive them for but like even though like we could still go online right now find them and like play them or even just go like find an emulator site or something or whatever right just download them to like like the ps4 or something and play them but like 95 percent of people out there can't do that you know or just don't want to take the time to do that. They could just, especially if they can just go pay 60 bucks and just plug it right into their TV and it's, it's done. So they had to know that there was a huge demand for that, especially like, you know, the, the 25 to 45 crowd, I would say. I, I, I wind up picking on these folks like more often than I mean to, I, I don't really hate you hipsters, but I'll, uh, I'll, you know, pile on a little bit. Retro gaming is huge right now with the hipsters. Yeah. Yeah, true. true so true. probably even the under 25 crowd. Yeah. Does this thing, um, by the way, does this upscale or something such that you can, um, you know, such that it looks good on your high def TV? It's not all pixely and gross. I think it's uh, pixely and gross, man. There's only so much you can do with sixteen with eight bit. Oh well, I mean, I don't mean the native pixel is you know pixely look of eight bit. I mean, you know, you know how like you play older systems and they just look like dog shit on your high res screen because of the resolution. I don't know. I mean, that's a good question actually, because I have like a huge four K TV. I'm wondering like how it's going to look on that thing. I mean, people actually like enthusiasts actually like go out and buy CRTs to make those look good. I don't know what you can. <laughs> there, there's a point that uh you know software won't help. There was a late generation CRT in the trash in the dump in my trash room here, the condo I live in, and I was really close to like grabbing it because it was like a a flat screen. Remember when like the CRTs went flat screen? Yeah, 
I was like, damn, that would be great. But I don't have it was and it was a big one, like a twenty seven inch. I'm like, I don't have any room for that shit. <laughs> but older games do look better on a CRT. You can't really can't really deny that. Hmm. Anyway, unless you get this new Nintendo. So anyway, this thing's trickling in. People yeah, are finding it here and there. Yeah. Well, no, and not only that, but like Target are assholes too because they're like, oh yeah, uh, we're not selling them online. You just have to check with your local store. It literally it says that if you go on their website, it says we're not selling this online. Check with your local store to see if they have any. No, I don't want. Like, can you tell me online if the st- if my local store has it? Yeah. Right. And then uh, Toys R Us was like, yeah, we're gonna have some. Uh, I think it was just this past Sunday, and like. Literally, people went on Saturday morning and camped out overnight Saturday night and, you know, whatever. And then on Sunday – and they didn't even say, like, when they would have them on Sunday, like, how many they would have, whatever. And uh, I, I think they ended up – I don't even know if they had them. I ended up having them on that Sunday. Wow, that's crazy. And are these th- – are they still going for, like, insane money online too? At least 200 bucks, like 200. I mean, <sighs> look, even – even like, even that's if – That's way like, down. Like 200, 300, yeah, you can get one on Amazon, I think, for a couple, let me look right now. But like, I mean, listen, even, even if, let's say, okay, let's, let's, let's use some real numbers here. Um, let's say it is $300, right? Is that enough for you to, so, it, but the console itself is 60 bucks if you buy it from, uh, uh, you know, whatever, it's retail price is 60 bucks. So say it's going for 300 bucks on Amazon. Is that two hundred and forty dollar? Oh, one eighty five. So one eighty five. Uh, is that one eighty? Uh, is that I guess one hundred and twenty five dollars that you're saving worth standing or sitting camping out in front of a store for twenty four hours, more than twenty four hours? No. On a Saturday. I mean, that not, brings not it to down me. to like seven bucks an hour, doesn't it? Yeah. No. I mean, I mean, assuming people have jobs, like that, that's your Saturday and pretty much most of your Sunday. Like you're gonna do. You're gonna spend that away from your family or friends or loved ones or just even your TV or whatever. You're, sa- you're saying so. You not can to sell mention it. they will be available the week before Christmas. Yeah. You know what? I won't even. I won't even suppose that they will definitely be available after Christmas. Like, you won't have to pay. You know, penny extra. Years of years of being of looking for stupid sought after consumer items and having them snatch out from under me by these opportunists have taught me that they do not have a full time job for the most part to worry about. <laughs> so that yeah. yes, it's totally worth it to them. Well, to be fair, when you can contru- quin- quintuple your money, right, right, yeah, I guess those are if they're resellers. I guess that makes sense. But like, I don't know, man. Like, it just seems like a big gamble. Like. Plus, on top of that, like, the way I look at it is, I, I haven't played my Nintendo or a Nintendo game for, what, 15, 20 years? You know what I mean? I can wait another couple months until this thing's in stock. Yeah. The, the difference is, Cam, you don't have some screaming brat, like, I want a Nintendo for Christmas! Blah! Like, you know. Will, even if I have kids, I will, that kid will never <laughs> influence me like that. That's, I'll tell Cam, that kid. Cam, you'll ruin play with Christmas. A, give that kid a... a box an empty box and he'll like and he'll like it hey people were paying top dollar for the wii their wii original wii right because their brats had to have it for christmas or, or it would be the end of the world well that's a good that's a that's a teachable moment is that what they is that, is that what they call it the i teach- think so yeah yeah to teach a kid that he doesn't always get or he or she doesn't always get what they want it's life right so your option is to get it when they want it or uh Wait till they forget about it. In three, you either get it for them when they want it and they'll forget about it in three months or you don't get it for them when they want it and they'll forget about it in three months, right? So, 
I mean, I would look at it as awesome because like, I don't have to buy it. I'm not going to buy it. I teach the kid a lesson. You don't always get what you want, kid. And then he's probably going to be over his friend's house all the time playing it. So I get some peace and quiet. <laughs> you can tell why I don't have kids, right? <laughs> uh, yeah, I can. I can definitely. <laughs> it's free, free uh, babysitting. <laughs> oh, man. Anyway, about speaking of things in high demand, I was going to kind of transition from the kaiju game description to a discussion of kaiju in general, but you got me thinking in terms of premieres. Let's just stick with that that topic of of, of new products coming out and talk about a new one we like to call Rogue One, the movie yeah. around which we're centering our event. What do you guys think? Is this going to be like, you think this is going to do numbers similar to episode seven or... I think so. I mean, I don't. I don't think it's going to topple. But but the presale tickets already like basically are in second place only to episode seven. Wow. Okay. They sold out like um like very quickly. Um, not to the extent that you know episode seven did, but the very very close. That's good. Well, for for a not proper like numbered Star Wars movie, I mean that's pretty damn impressive. You know, it's funny is I actually heard someone sort of get in a fight, not in a fight, but they had like got like started arguing over somebody was like, oh, I want to go see the Star Wars movie this weekend. And the somebody, I think it was some kid. He was like, it's not Star Wars. It's Rogue One, a Star Wars story. Shut up. <laughs> I was get like, <laughs> that kid and Brian would get along so well. <laughs> <laughs> That's fucking hilarious, man. <laughs> oh, man. It was like in the middle of, of Walmart or something. <laughs> it's not Star Wars. <laughs> That's hilarious, dude. Oh, man. Yeah, it's going to be a big one. It's going to be a monster. It looks really good. And, uh, of course, have you heard this? Have you heard this thing said? Uh, we're not giving away too many spoilers. There's like, of course, it's a Star Wars movie. So they're looking to sell toys and merchandise, right? So, yeah. of course, there's a whole new line of uniforms and weapons and spaceships and all this shit to sell. But people are like, canonically, that makes... I actually kind of agree with them in this case. That makes no sense. Like, this was a known time period. Uh, like, from what I understand, like, when ships that we're already f familiar with should have been in use, right? And, and armor and troops and all this stuff, right? Pre-blow-up of the Death Star, right? This is the same year, isn't it? Isn't this actually, like, zero BBY? Yeah. Is it? So it's, the, it's when the Death Star is newly constructed, I guess, it looks like, and... I think it's like yeah, it's either parallel or just before a new hope, right? Yeah. But it's also I mean, you probably have your your special, you know, top secret security around your special top secret. Oh, so you base? think it's so so these special like I won't give anything for Cam, he knows nothing, but people who might be wearing a little bit different uniforms and using different weapons, they're those are like commandos or special forces or something. Yeah, I mean it, it's like actually in the construction yard still isn't it so maybe it had you know i mean and inactive so you'd imagine it's unable to defend itself like right yeah they should well shit i can't discuss the pre how, how assiduously have you avoided these <laughs> previews Cam? you know have you seen <laughs> well, nothing I, I, or I've, I've watched none of them no the only the only i mean i know of some of the stuff just because i bought the stupid raffle prizes so i know of the black armor and all that <laughs> like whatever. okay but yeah like, and I, I, know, I know of jane urso too because um I, I read the Chuck Wendig books and she's in one of them. The, the, I guess the, uh, she's like, I guess 
Jane is, I, I guess she's young. She's older in the, in the Windig books. Okay. So I guess this right. would be a, cause the Windig books are between episode, episode six and episode seven. And so, and it's basically after she's like come back from all the whatever fighting. Oh, I see. Okay. So she's, yeah, but she would be older then. That makes sense. All right. So, it's, and let me ask Brian though. It's Jane, right? Even though it's J Y N, it's pronounced Jane, I believe. I, I, I don't think I've ever heard it spoken. I'm not sure. Yeah. In the books, it, 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 in the audio book, it's Jane, but I don't know. I'm sure that they checked that. So probably. Yeah. I'm sure we'll find out soon enough. Uh, as they say her name repeatedly throughout the movie, hopefully. <laughs> to clear it up for the nerds yeah like she already has in those books like she already has a kid named tommen and all this like whatever it's it's a whole like later storyline there's a poorly thought out, thought out name if she ever watched game of thrones <laughs> right yeah. <laughs> yeah i don't so, i was specific i was actually referencing like the black armor as an example uh camp since you've seen the merchandise yeah. like yeah I, like, I, I figured that's what you <laughs> uh it's strange that we only see this for this one movie and the, this particular brand of armor isn't used in the you know like, yeah I mean, how many invasion forces did we see? I mean, I guess stormtrooper or snowtroopers, but they were also like specialized invasion forces. So I don't know. You you can have different brands of the military. I mean, we have different arm uh, uh, branches of the military, and they dress differently. Well, yeah. Look at the speeder guys on Endor. Like they were they were in a uniform evidently appropriate for using a speeder bike on Endor, right? Like so they did. It's not unheard of that specialized units wear specialized uniforms in that universe, right? Yeah, I mean, if you, I mean, just even just different branches of the military. I mean, if you look at a Navy person, they don't look anything like a, you know, if they're in their sailor whites, they don't look anything like a Marine or you know what I mean? No, they so don't. That is very true. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. So that I guess that they can explain away. I mean, it's it's obviously for merchandising, but they can explain that away to everyone's satisfaction here. I suppose. Yeah, I'm, that, that doesn't bother me. <laughs> Brian, Brian's more the purist, but no, I, I I really think it feels. I I really think it fits because, I mean, it, this at least looks like open warfare. You know, like that's yeah, different yeah. than a garrison. So why would you have stormtroopers when you need, you know, commandos? Yeah, to take out this, to get, take out these people threatening your your like big project, makes sense. Do uh, Cam, do you know anything about any cameos from any other well known characters? The uh, the rebel people are are kind of all excited because the ghost may or may not appear. The oh oh really? That's cool. That's cool. It's hard to tell, like, if it's the ghost or if it's just, you know, another model of that ship. Do you know anything about any particular characters that might be appearing without giving anything away for Cam? I don't know how much he's avoided. Mm -mm. No, I mean, you know, Vader, obviously. Oh, was that obvious? (laughs) That's what I was hinting at. Oh, really? Oh, well, I mean, I don't mean to spoil anything, but Vader's and everything. Did you know that, Cam? Yeah, I mean, yeah, I, 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 I figured that. I'm trying to figure out in what context he appears. I'm really, I'm just speculating. He, he's in the timeline, obviously, but I'm, I'm kind of curious as to what role he plays. Hopefully he does some like cool flipping, like Yoda style flipping from like, uh, what was that? Episode one, two, episode two. <laughs> when he fought Count Dooku. I, I thought that was so cool. Yoda, Flip, man. When he flipped around. Well, are you talking about in the, in the, in the bay or when he was in, when he fought in the, uh, 
in the in the Senate chamber. When you first saw him fight, yeah, when you first saw him fight Dooku, like oh, after you know, Dooku owned Obi Wan, yeah, I thought yeah. it was just so cool to see like this awesome like wizard like jump around and do like ninja flips and stuff. I, that, that's what <laughs> I wanted to see, and I really hope Vader does that in this one. Like I hope <laughs> I hope he still had some of those skills during this time. <laughs> Because that's what I like. I like that. I want more of that. And I think that's the essence of Star Wars. And um, remember how lame it was that, like, the the wizened old, like, Obi-Wan, like, wasn't doing flips and stuff because he was, like, more of a kind of serene old wizard? That was lame. <laughs> that was lame. It was way cooler when he was, like, doing choreographed fighting when he was younger. Totally. I'm kind <laughs> of interested to see, like, which Vader we get. Because if you really want to nitpick everything... He, his redemption arc hasn't even begun yet. He would be a motherfucker in these films. Yeah, he'd be like brutal comic comic style Vader at this point, right, Brian? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that'd be kind of cool. I mean, he, he sh- could be, like, just absolutely vicious. I hope so. I think it'd be awesome. Well, IMDb shows that James Earl Jones is doing the, the Vader boys, so... Really? They gonna, really. There's gonna at least be a. There's gonna be at least a voiceover. They better use James Earl Jones while they still can. I mean, yeah, they, that's what I'm saying. They better get. They better get all that shit down now. They did the my um Michael Barrett with him. Just say every known syllable. <laughs> yeah, and then we yeah. can put it together after. Yeah. Otherwise, we're gonna have like rolling sounding Vader. What do we think of uh, Jane Urso, the as the actress? Uh, she seems talented. Have I seen her in something else? Felicity Jones. What I have seen her in, in, uh, I don't know. What, I don't know what the hell she's been in. Oh, she was in, uh, Amazing Spider-Man. Oh, she's in this, uh, most recent, uh, Dan Brown Inferno, the, what, Da Vinci Code iteration. She was in the theory of, the theory of everything. I don't remember seeing that. All right. I don't remember seeing in any of the her seeing her in anything. I don't know. She seems like she's gonna do a good job. The character looks cool, and she looks very similar to uh, Daisy, the, the 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 girl that plays uh, Ray. <laughs> yeah, I actually was jokingly like, um... <laughs> I was intentionally kind of confusing the two to the chagrin of my companion the, the other day. I was like, oh, it's 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 what's her name? It's uh, Ray. It's not Ray. <laughs> oh. oh. Yeah, I, I think there's a vague similarity there. Maybe not so vague. You think that's on purpose, or you think it's just whatever, just sort of came up? Maybe she's her parent. <laughs> oh. oh, maybe, yeah. Look at that. I like that. Or maybe they just wanted somebody that reminded people of Ray, because, you know, I don't know. That's a good question. Well, her parents did fly off. Ray's parents did fly off of, you know, Jakku. I think we've got more than enough, like, everybody's related to everybody crap going on already in this universe. So <laughs> we, I'm, I'm good to go. If we, if we let that one slide, just, just, just take a pass on that one. Too many coincidences. I'm just excited, man. It's less, it's what it's seven days. Well, it's, it, it'll be, it's exactly one week away from, well, less than one week away, uh, not less than about a week and 12 hours away from me because I got uh super exclusive sneak preview tickets uh, so I'll be seeing it on Thursday. Wait, what? How did you, how at, did you score eight, those? At 8, at 8 p.m. What? I'm just the man. I'm just the man. I don't well, know. Just... How, da- how dare you not hook us up with those? Now, uh, where are these going to be? Uh, at the Sheridan, uh, right over here at the Sheridan by my okay. house. Nice. Nice. Egypt. I am. 
Yeah. Yeah. So, oh, oh, damn! That's where Brian I'll and I saw episode it. one. Be seeing it at, at midnight. Oh, don't jinx the movie, dude. <laughs> that theater has a lot of history. <laughs> yeah, don't jinx it. You're right. We got a special midnight showing, so that'll be uh, that'll be exciting. Nice, man. Well, let me y'all don't don't ruin it for us. Don't spoil it. <laughs> My companion won't be happy because she'll have to work the next day, but she's she's just gonna have to take one for the team. Something tells me she doesn't share your enthusiasm. I mean, she probably no. Enjoys she she it. does. She 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 does like Star Wars. Okay, and. I, actually she likes i think she likes lord of the rings better than star wars that's not cool but uh <laughs> no i mean just the story she's a language arts teacher so i think she likes the books and then oh the, sure you know and then when she saw the movies i think so i think she would probably pick that over star wars but i'm just happy she doesn't run away screaming some of the more moving pieces of writing in uh cinema are in the star wars franchise like if you're not with me then you're my enemy (laughs) oh man but yeah the uh oh and uh, the tickets are those those 4d tickets or whatever where like the the seat moves oh what i'm jealous yeah man i'm excited about that does your companion really want to go i mean i'll just go (laughs) yeah right she probably she probably does have to work the next day i mean send her and yours on a on a spa day or something yeah i feel yeah because i feel bad that she has to get up the next day as brian was just saying and so i think i I will i will definitely take one for the team that'd be cool stay up late man i haven't been in one of those like cool theaters with the with the vibrating seats and stuff yet yeah, I forget what movie I saw. Oh, the 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 Martian was the first movie I saw with that. It was pretty cool. It was does pretty it, awesome. Does it enhance the experience or what? It did. Well, because well, with a lot of the Martian was just him, just Matt Damon, you know. But like the parts where he like land, where you know the the parts where they like took off at the beginning of the movie and like at the end when he like re- rendezvoused with them or whatever it was pretty awesome. Cool man. Yeah, yeah. There's a there's a lot of special effects uh, or a lot of noise and and happenings or I don't, I don't know how to describe it. There, Something that would lend itself to a uh, an immersive theater experience like that, I would yeah. guess, during those I feel scenes. like, yeah, this movie I feel like will be a lot more. Oh, this movie will have tons of it. I'm, man, are you sure you – I mean, I really feel about She shouldn't need to <laughs> be up that late, man. That That's not cool when she has to work. So. <laughs> Send her to bed. She, just yeah, let her know. She, she, <laughs> if she doesn't make it, just just be be by the phone if she doesn't make it. All right, man. I, I will. <laughs> just just let, let it be known. I mean, let her let her know that I'm I've got her back if she cannot make it, man. I know how exhausting it is to have to get up in the morning. So sounds good. <laughs> awesome. All right. Anything else? We kind of I think our title for this episode, which was Giant Monster, still applies. And we also talked about a giant monster of a movie, that being Rogue One. And okay. we'll probably. Honestly, right before our event, I wouldn't be surprised if you don't <laughs> touch on this one more time. But totally worth it, I think. Absolutely. Anything else you guys want to talk politics, religion, anything? Hail Trump. Hail- I got to mention this. This Hail is Trump. a this is a quick one. Did people really expect there to be a Rogue 2? Like that's like some kind of like fake media social media. No, shut story, up, right? really? Like, yeah, everybody's outraged. There's not going to be a sequel. <laughs> no, they haven't even seen this one and, and what made them think that in the first place that's really stupid i think just because they they've always like all the star wars movies have been released in trilogies they thought they were going to go with that but like I, I i don't get like you know this is a prequel right like it, it kind of it's had a sequel for years no titanic 2 yeah i i, I guarantee you that 50 uh, let's put the over under i'd say 
50 to 60% of people that are going to go see the movie, like have no idea where it fits in the universe. Like, yeah, they have no idea that like, I mean, they might even think that rogue one is like, it's, it's rogue one and there'll be a rogue two. There probably are people that think that, but, but they're whatever. (laughs) Cam, you were saying, uh, as I was joking about referencing politics, you said hail Trump. And that reminded me that (laughs) I'll say this is a final, a final little funny, uh, just a funny, I don't know. When you were mentioning King of New York, I thought maybe that it was a picture of Trump on the cover, like as a kaiju monster. <laughs> there, there is, you know, you know what's funny is that yellow is awesome and, and like they put little Easter eggs and everything. And one of the promo cards for King of New York is is a Trump Tower. <laughs> That's great. And, and it's like, it's, it's hilarious. Yeah. I mean, it was before, like, they, it was produced like way before Trump, like, you know, ran for president. But sure, sure. It's pretty, pretty funny that it was a little prophetical. Yeah. Okay. We we can talk more about news next week. I'll just I'll, I'll just leave on this on this one. Uh, Trump doesn't think Air Force One's cool enough. By the way, he wants like to fly his own plane. <laughs> Did you hear? Well, yeah. he also thinks yeah. it costs four billion dollars. Yeah, wasn't that for like a series of airplanes or something? I don't remember what the story yes. was. Yeah. I mean, I would just have to have to assume it costs the same as a standard plane, but you know, then the you spend more to trick it out with all the gadgets that it, it probably has on it. Much, much better for us to rent his plane so he actually puts money in his pocket by being president. <laughs> I don't think his pl- – I mean, his plane has a sweet uh, bar, but I don't think it has, like, radar jamming and stuff, does it? <laughs> Sorry, Trump, you're not – it's a bad deal. It's not a good deal. It's not a good deal. Okay. Forget it. I only make good deals. <laughs> All right. I didn't mean to get political. Our president can fly on an X-Wing if he wants. <laughs> And with that said, I will remind our listeners that they can fly in their X-Wing on over to, I'm trying to think of a good reference, fly their X-Wing, somehow fly their X-Wing to our show. Um, mm. I2Wing. <laughs> well, I2, oh, there you go. <laughs> they can uh, meet in the cantina on I2Wing. <laughs> Check us out on iTunes every week. We are also on Planet Stitcher. And the Google Nebula Play Music Solution. If none of that is to your liking, you can also hide a lightsaber in your pocket cast. (laughs) Wow, that was really bad. (laughs) But I tried. Like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter and Instagram, add us to your Google Circle, and join the Nerd Stravaganza group on Facebook. Rogue One, check out our website, nerdstravaganza.com. Rogue 2, head on over to YouTube and check out all of our video content by typing Nerdstravaganza into the handy dandy search bar. And Rogue 3, send us an email at nerdstravaganza at gmail.com. And once again, if you like us on Facebook, like us on Instagram, like us on Twitter, or add us on Twitter, uh, add us on Twitter, add us on Instagram, like us on Facebook, and um, leave us a subscribe on YouTube and leave us a favorable review on iTunes. Just send us an email at nerdstravaganza.com that you've done all those things with your handle on each of those things and you are, have a very good chance of getting a Rogue One ticket uh, for next Friday the 16th. Alright, there you have it folks. And with all that said, Brian, Rogue B, <laughs> take us away. I'm a podcaster. I podcast. I've been wondering, what are midichlorians? <laughs> a terrible mistake. <laughs> oh, God, midichlorians. Low point. Another yet another low point of a low point. Yeah, right. <laughs>